We thank you for your presence, Lord. We thank you for speaking in Jesus' name. We're in uh, our beloved identity series, uh, as you know. Um, Romans 8, 16, it says, For the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as he, as he, as he whispers in our innermost being, You are God's beloved child. As, as, we, as I stated last week, week after week during the series, you know, we've been repeating a lot of the same truths about beloved identity because our mission and purpose for this series is not for you just to hear about your beloved identity. Our mission and our assignment from heaven is that you become beloved identity. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That's how you build up your faith. Well, so does beloved identity. And this is your beloved identity that Jesus went to the cross and he, and he finished the work for you. And after he finished the work fulfilling the law of religion, he transferred his perfect righteousness to you. Not based on your behavior or your performance do you receive it, but by grace. You receive it by faith. Everyone say by faith. <laughs> Beloved identity is knowing that before you change anything about your life, before you grow, before you change your behavior, before you break any addiction or you get freed from anger or, 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 or you get freed from your mood swings or, or you, you, you improve or you do any religious duty or work, the Father meets you at full acceptance. That beloved identity is on your best day to your worst day, you are fully accepted by a loving Father that knows you the best but loves you the most. That knows you the best, you're good, you're bad, you're ugly, your secrets that no one else know about. He sees all of that, knows in and everything, and loves you the most. Beloved identity, and I'm making this one point today as we're continuing from last week. Beloved identity is walking in the Father's full acceptance. Everyone say full acceptance. I think maybe about four years ago, I, was, I, I lose track of time very easily. I had this prophetic dream. This dream was phenomenal. I remember in this dream, I appeared and I was pretty much kind of dressed in this medieval times like royalty kind of garment. And I looked around and I saw other people in these royalty garments and we were in a circle. And I knew in my spirit that the world had just ended. And that this was the wedding celebration as, as the sons and daughters of God. We were doing this dance, and I knew how to do it. I was like, okay, look at me. Okay. <laughs> and we were going in a circle. And I will never forget this. I happened to look up, and I see Jesus sitting on the throne. And he's sitting on the throne. I make eye contact with him, and he just nods his head, and he smiles. I'll never forget that dream. Never really understood what the dream meant until a few days ago. And this is where I bring you here. This is Genesis 128 as we were talking about beloved identity. Check this out. This is powerful. It says, then God said, let us make man in our image. Did I, is that, do I got the wrong one? I guess I got the wrong one. But check this out. You can hear it. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and over the cattle of the earth. But I'm going to start again. Then God said, let us. Everyone say, let us. Let us 
make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let us, is speaking about the triune being. This is called the Trinity. Everyone say the Trinity. Let us make man in our image. This is talking about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And what's powerful about this, to give you a, a deeper and more intimate meaning of what the Trinity is, this is what it is. The early church fathers had an image of the Trinity, what they saw in the Spirit. And they came up with a word to define exactly what they saw about the Trinity. And the word in Greek is called perichoresis. And perichoresis means circle dance. Can I go deeper? What they saw in the spirit was God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and indwelling fellowship to the point where they're not just embracing one another, they're not just containing one another, but they exist in one another. What the image that they saw was God the Father being perfect love. Loving God the Son as perfect love and the Holy Spirit as perfect love. The, the picture of the circle dance is perfect love, loving perfect love, loving perfect love. And perfect love was so big to contain, God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness so we can invite humanity into the circle dance of full acceptance. So we can include humanity in our love. And so what the image of perfect love, perfect love, perfect love being the circle dance is the image of a Jewish wedding celebration when they would dance in a circle. And so when the father says you are fully accepted, it goes a little deeper than that. You were made in the image and likeness of full acceptance. You're not just fully accepted by him. When he looks at you, he sees the image of full acceptance. That you are included in the circle dance of full acceptance with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. As perfect love, loves perfect love, loves perfect love, so does perfect love love you. And as you give your love back, we are in this circle dance with the Father. Isn't that powerful? The father is saying, stop beating yourself up. Stop cursing what God has blessed. Stop comparing yourself. Stop disqualifying yourself. Because you're not just fully accepted. You were made in the image of full acceptance. You were made in the image. Can we just receive that? I don't want you just to hear it. You were made, you were made in the image of full acceptance. Just let that sit on you. You were made, says the Father. The enemy has been lying to you, making you look at things about yourself and hate it. No, no, no. The Father says, you were made in my image, in my likeness, in my full acceptance. In my full acceptance. It says, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion. Everyone say dominion. You cannot walk in dominion without first receiving God's full acceptance. His full acceptance. I'm going to go to Romans 8.15. It says, And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty. 
Jesus is not calling you to be religious. Leading you back into the fear of never being good enough, but you have received the spirit of full acceptance, enfolding you into the family of God. Enfolding you into the family of God. The spirit of religion, as we've talked about, are rules and, and expectations and traditions that you have to fulfill to qualify for full acceptance. But this is how dominion happens in your life. When you, when you walk into dominion, power, the freedom that comes into your life, it, it flows from a place of knowing that the Father is so pleased with you. Religion has one message, try harder. But beloved identity says where I'm at, even before I try harder, I'm fully accepted. I have conversations with people week after week, and I still am hearing from different people, yeah, you know, I just, I just got to get this, and then I'll be good. Yeah, I just got to work. I got to work on myself over here. Yeah, yeah, you know, once I, once I start being more consistent, once I stop doing that and start doing this, yeah, then I'll be in a good place. No, 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 no. That's not beloved identity. You are still working and striving to prove yourself to be accepted. Beloved identity is where you are in your inconsistencies, in your failure, in your mistake, in your confusion, in your rebellion. You, all you have to do is say, Father, I'm right here. I receive your full acceptance. <laughs> Next week, I want to go a little deeper. About, about this that I believe is going to bring so much liberty. So dominion, authority, and power comes into your life when you receive the Father's full acceptance because full acceptance magnifies the security you have in Jesus. You see, your focus, when you are in full acceptance, your focus is not about whether you're good enough anymore. That, it doesn't matter. Because, because when you step into full acceptance from the Father, in your life, no matter what you do, no matter what your family, no matter anything in your life, you go from being self-reliant, depending on yourself, depending on your performance, depending on what you can do, you, come from, you, you go from self-reliant to being Father-reliant. Now, everything you do in your life comes from a flow of the Holy Spirit. Because you've accepted his full acceptance, now the Holy Spirit is able to use you so that you could do things you couldn't do on your own. But that comes from a place of being fully accepted. When you're not in a place of being fully accepted, you will do all that you can do in your own strength and your ability. And you know what? You might do a good job because you're talented and you're smart. But man, it would be a whole nother level if you just gave it to God. Everything starts and ends with you receiving the Father's full acceptance. This is what it says in Romans 8.10. It's like a war zone outside. It's all right. It's a war in the spirit. I need you to pay attention. Come on. We got, we got to fight for these messages. We got the, amp, we got the ambulance, fire truck, the, 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 the health department. I don't know what's going on. Romans 8.10. Here we go. It says, now Christ... Now Christ lives his life in you. Romans 8.10. It's all right. Romans 8.10. Now Christ lives his life in you. And even though your body, this is why you need to bring a Bible. Okay. Can we bring Bibles, please? Look, Amazon. Just bring them. Okay. If this happens, you just look in your Bible. Okay. Or if you fasten up, go to your phone. Thank you so much. Now Christ lives his life in you. 
And even though your body, look at this, may be dead because of the effects of sin, his life-giving spirit imparts life to you. But look at this. How? Because what? Some of, some of us get it. His life-giving spirit imparts life to every area in your life because of what? Because you are fully accepted. So what happens to the spirit? What happens to the life-giving spirit in your life when you believe that God is disappointed in you? When you believe you're not measuring up. When you believe that you are unworthy. What happens is, is that you actually are cut off from the flow of power in your life, from the flow of his peace in your life, from, from the flow of, of his wisdom in your life, from the flow of his direction in your life, because you believe he doesn't see you as fully accepted. No matter where you are in your life, no matter what's happening, when you receive the Father's full acceptance, you step into the flow and the river of the Holy Spirit. Change will not happen without you receiving full acceptance first. Amen? Change will not happen. I'm trying to see where I want to go. Where I want to go. I guess I'll go here. I talked about this before. There was this woman that was caught in adultery, and she was a prostitute, and they bring her before Jesus. And when they bring her before Jesus as the rabbi, they're expecting Jesus to judge her so that they would stone her. And this is what happens. John 8.10, we can go there now. It says, when Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, because Jesus go, basically does away with the crowd. He says, if you are without sin, you cast the first stone. So they all walk away. But this is what happens. It says, when Jesus raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? She said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Everyone say sin no more. Jesus wasn't saying to the woman, go and be perfect. Jesus was saying this. This area of your life where you keep falling to lust and perversion. This area of your life where you are dealing with shame and condemnation. This area of your life that every time you fall into it, you hate yourself more and more and more. This area of your life that is getting in the way of you fulfilling your purpose. This is what I want you to do. All you have to do is receive my full acceptance in this area of your life. That's all you have to do. And so what happens is, well, I'll say this, because the area that you are conquered in is the area you rejected as full acceptance. After the woman receives the father's full acceptance, what happens is, is that her thinking is transformed. Her thinking is transformed. She no longer believes that she is a sinner in the hands of an angry God. Now she knows that she is treasure in the hands of a loving father. So after her thinking changes, which is called repentance, means change the way you think, what happens is, is that now her behavior follows. And she, she goes from being stuck in shame stuck living this lifestyle, stuck in brokenness and darkness to becoming one of the first women to preach the gospel that would change the world. Because the area 
I'm going to say it right. Because the area that you are conquered in, after his full acceptance, is the area you will conquer in. This is what it says in Romans 8.37. It says, yet even in the midst of all these things, we triumph over them all. For God has made us to be more than conquerors. More than conquerors. And his demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything. Everyone say over everything. The spiritual victories that come in your life does not come from your, from, from your abilities, from your power, from, from your head knowledge. It all comes and, and starts from the place of being fully accepted. Being fully accepted. Because the area that you are conquered in after its full acceptance is the area you will conquer in. Anybody dealing with fear? Anybody dealt with fear before? Peter struggles with fear. He denies Jesus three times. And after Peter struggles with fear and he denies Jesus three times, he makes eye contact with Jesus. And he feels shame. And he runs away. A few days later, Peter is fishing. And Jesus resurrects from the dead. And he, he is standing at the shore. He waves to Peter. And Peter jumps over the boat. He swims in the water and he meets Jesus. During this moment, during this moment, he has this encounter, not with guilt, not with condemnation, what he did wrong. He's not on timeout. He's not grounded. He's not in trouble. He is met with the Father's full acceptance. That's all that happens. A few days later, Jesus tells the disciples to go into the upper room and wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit. The promise of the Holy Spirit comes, fills up the room, and everybody is praying in tongues, praying in the Spirit. There's a group of people that come, and they crowd around, and they begin to mock the disciples. The same people that, used to, uh, that, that Peter used to be afraid of. Peter rises up, and he begins to speak boldly to the same people that, that, that he ran from, the same people that he denied Jesus in front of. He begins to stand up, and he begins to preach the gospel and preach the love of the Father. And 3,000 people in that moment give their lives to Jesus. Because all Peter did was, was have this incredible moment with full acceptance. And, and in the place of full acceptance, the place that conquered him in fear was the same place where Peter would conquer. In any area of your life, I wish I could recognize more, but we run out of time. In any area of your life, I will leave you with this. The Father is saying, if you can just come to me and just say, Father, I receive your full acceptance. I, I, I can't do this anymore. Father, I thank you. And that just begins to be your prayer. Father, I receive your full acceptance. Show me how much you love me. Show me how much you love me. Father, I receive your full acceptance. I receive what you've done for me. I receive being your favorite child. I receive I can't do this alone. As you continue to draw to the Holy Spirit and just accept being accepted, the power of the Holy Spirit will begin to flow through the areas that you cannot do on your own because you have a moment with full acceptance. Everything in your life starts and ends with full acceptance. Can you guys stand to your feet? Father, we just receive right now. We receive your full acceptance, Father. We receive it. In every area of your life, no matter what storm is trying to overtake you, no matter what battle that you're in, no matter what financial deadline is approaching, 
no matter what the doctor has declared, no matter what, what family member is just going through it, you don't know what to do. The father is saying in this moment, child, I didn't create you to carry the pressure. The pressure isn't on you. The pressure is on me, says the Lord. The pressure is on you because you are being self-reliant. But the father wants you to know all you have to do is just decree out of your mouth and, and an act and say, God, I surrender so that you can become father-reliant. He says, if you could be father-reliant, you're going to experience miracles in your life. You're going to experience power to overflow. If you become father-reliant, there are certain people that, that have to have conversations with, with folks. You don't know what to say. You don't know how to say it. And the spirit of the Lord is saying, if you can become father-reliant, I'll give you the words. I don't know who that's for. I'll give you the words to say. I know what to say because I know their heart, says the Lord. If you can become father-reliant, you will see hearts softened. You will see walls dissipate. And as I close, it's not about your self-effort. Striving, being tired, being drained, being worried, being exhausted. Feeling depleted because you're losing energy over a situation. The father is saying, I don't need you to carry it. It's, it's, now, it's now affecting your health. It's now affecting your sleep. It's now affecting your thoughts. Because you were never created to fight the battle that you are fighting. The father says, stand still and watch and see the salvation of the Lord. See what I'll do if you just give it to me. So, Father, we just release it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Every situation, everything in our hearts that we are fighting on our own, we step into beloved identity as your children in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. If you receive that today, everyone say amen.